0: Hey guys and welcome to episode 13 of Nanny Life Conversations with Luna Child. I'm Lucy the host of this podcast and the founder of Luna Child Collective, which is a UK based nanny agency and we specialize in placing nannies That have unique skill sets to clients all over the world and I know that a lot of you that listen to this podcast are outside of the UK so big shout out to everybody that's in the US and all over Europe and wherever else you guys are listening in from. So this week I wanted to, well first of all you'll probably realize we don't have a sponsor on this week's show. Um, If any of you guys have a side hustle, which we talked about last week, and would like to sponsor this show. Please do get in touch with me, and we can arrange that. And um, We do have some sponsors coming up in the next few weeks of some great promotions on offer for you all. Um, but yes, back to this week's topic, I wanted to discuss something that I keep seeing cropping up in a lot of nanny groups online, and it's something that I personally felt I wanted to talk about um just to kind of give you all a bit of an insight into this the subject and how it works why it works the way it does and why sometimes you can be left feeling unbelievably frustrated so what what it is that I'd like to discuss is why you really shouldn't get that mad at agencies so I constantly see comments in these groups, and, and hear, you know comments, and don't get me wrong, I've been there. That's one of the reasons why I started Luna Child because I was one of those people posting in these groups well, not in these groups, but like the people in these groups, kind of complaining about agencies or people that work for agencies, about how terrible they were, and you know all this kind of stuff. So I wanted to give you guys an insight into the agency life and why I fully understand why you guys can feel frustrated but also you know maybe take a step back sometimes and really realize the kinds of things that we do have to do in this industry and the kind of people that we're working with as well so one of the examples that I saw on a group online was somebody that was very frustrated with agencies not getting back to them Trying to put them in jobs that they didn't want, not accepting them for jobs they felt they were qualified for, and just genuinely messing them around. That's that's the impression that I got and the feelings that I felt from this person was that they felt they'd been messed around. And that's absolutely fine. You know, that's completely okay to feel that way. But one thing that I wanted to talk to you about is it really isn't easy. Like how being a nanny is not easy it really isn't easy being in this industry completely, like full stop. There's so many aspects that we have to deal with from the parents to make sure that we are placing people who are truly, truly passionate about what they do as a nanny. We can't afford to get it wrong. And believe me, a few people have slipped through the net a couple of times and it does not end well and I'm not just talking about Luna Child here I'm talking about agencies in general now be, being an agent you know here at Luna Child it is just one person now it is just myself and that's what we kind of specialize in because it's more of a unique one-to-one service you know I see I see all the nannies face to face I meet all of the clients face to face so that I can ensure I know who I'm dealing with on both sides. Whereas if you're a large agency and, you know, you have lots of other staff members, somebody's working on overseas, somebody's working on the UK or, you know, Australia or or the USA, wherever it is, wires will get crossed. And also you've got to take into consideration the different cultural aspects of where these families are coming from. So, for example, a British family has very different standards to an American family. But at the same time, it all boils down to finding somebody that will look after their child to the best of their ability and love their child and be a role model for them. That's standard, that's like bottom line foundations of what every parent is looking for. So we know this and we work with that. But then yes, we do get the crazy demands and the crazy schedules and the huge expectations for very little pay. And we try and put a stop to that. You know, if if we really feel that there's a client that's not budging in terms of somebody doing a 60 hour week for 400 pound, that's we don't take that on. You know, it has to be fair on both sides. And this is where I feel a lot of nannies and people that work in private households don't understand the work that goes into what we have to do behind the scenes to get you these jobs. Yes, it's frustrating, but I know myself, I try and use different communication methods, I text, I use WhatsApp, I make myself available at 10, 11 o'clock at night, I work on different time zones, all to be there for both parties. I travel a lot, again, due to meeting clients and interviewing nannies face to face. Sometimes when it's clearly not appreciated, and you're doing your best to get somebody this job, it's, it you know, it can be very disheartening. But at the same time, you can't let it get to you, because I know that the nannies don't, really recognize what goes in or realize what goes into being the matchmaker almost in this situation and the middleman. So when you have a parent that's telling you one thing and asking you all these questions, sometimes questions that I didn't even think to ask myself, then you have to relay back to the nanny, ask these questions. And there's a lot of toing and froing, which can become frustrating. Then there's the incidents (coughs) where you may not even get a response. And Again, we're so busy that if you really don't meet the criteria, there's not much that we can do in terms of putting you forward for one of these jobs. I, you know, I've had people that have applied with zero childcare experience expecting to go into a VIP household. I mean, it's a no-brainer, really, and we just don't have to... I mean, we have, we send a courteous email back, but we don't have time to interview because there's really not much that we can do for that person, and, you know, we we really do wish them the best on their journey but we aren't the right agency for them at this moment in time. So when you are looking and applying for these roles, yes, some agencies really are just like a revolving door. They take people in, people come and go, you are just another number, just somebody else on the database. Whereas we really like to form a relationship with everybody that we take on board. And I feel it's really, really important for me as somebody that nanny for a long time to keep up to my standards and the reasons why I started this in the first place, based on my experience working with agencies and being placed in jobs that I didn't like, to be told to just get on with it, no actual support, you know, nobody cared, nobody to text at ten o'clock at night, um, all of those things. It's it's just the way it works. I mean, it's not just the nanny industry. There's lots of recruitment agencies that are far more brutal than the nanny agencies. And I think it's something that people don't consider and don't really open up to in terms of how hard we are working to try and find you the job that you'd like or put you forward for the job that you'd like. It's, there's a lot going on and you do need to have that degree of patience that you have as a nanny, which makes you an exceptional nanny, but you need to have that with both the agent and the agency as well because a lot of the time it is the parents that it boils down to if they're traveling or they're due a baby or they've got lots and lots of other things going on in their lives there really isn't much that the agent can do to help you they're just giving you the information that they have you know they they can't make it up and then they don't make it up but we have to work with what we've got essentially and that may sometimes mean that you may have to wait a few days for an answer. It's just how it is. And it's nothing personal and it shouldn't happen, you know, constantly, but it just sometimes does. And I just wanted to kind of stand up a little bit for the agencies in terms of dealing with all of these different types of clients, whether that's just, you know, a standard family or an ultra high net worth, VIP, whatever it is, wherever in the world, everybody's different and each client is different. I mean, some of the stick that we also get on our end is terrible, hence why we can't just put anybody forward for these roles. And we wouldn't because, you know, you guys know what it takes to be a good nanny. So we wouldn't just put anybody, any random off the street into a job. So there's lots and lots of layers effectively that we have to work through before we even get you in a face-to-face interview with that client. And it's something that needs to be recognized more in terms of agencies having a voice. So for example, you know, there's a lot of talk about nannies needing a voice and needing support. And, you know, we don't really have anybody to go to apart from ourselves. And there's now, like the International Nanny Association, they do meetups and conferences once a year, where you can seek help and advice. But a lot of it always is kind of like degrading to agencies. A lot of it's slating agencies. But at the end of the day, parents use an agency for a reason. And it's to, excuse my language, but it's to cut the crap, really. You know, you don't want to just be, they don't want to be trailing through pages and pages of CVs by themselves. They want somebody that knows what they're doing, knows what they're looking for, can relay the information that they've got and work with that and run with that to find them the best possible nanny their for their family. So that's why sometimes if you do choose to use an agency, because we do provide all the support, it can take time. I mean we say usually you need to you need to kind of apply for jobs at least two months in advance before you leave your current position or if you're just looking for a new position and not currently working, that's fine. But this is because there's like I said, especially if it's a job overseas, time difference cultural aspects, these need to be taken into consideration. So we have to work with that, and nannies have to work with that. That's just how it is. Yes, of course, you can find your own role. There's plenty of platforms now where you can find families. That's great, but again, you don't know what you're dealing with. You don't know what you're getting, and parents take that risk too. But there's been one too many stories um, where it's just not worked, I know it's worked for some people. There's been some amazing stories of how, you know, families and nannies have managed to just match themselves. But then you have the horror stories, um which we won't go into, but it's just to kind of give you guys an insider's view as to what actually goes on behind the scenes. Um it's not a 9 to 5 typically. It's crazy hours, it's long days. There's travel, which is sometimes great, sometimes not. But we do work hard. And it's not something that should just be kind of brushed off like, oh, just another agency, just another agency. Yes, I get it. Agencies can be spammy sometimes. We can put too much rubbish out there that's not relevant to you that you don't want to see, too many jobs, and you don't get responses. But at the end of the day, we are trying to match families with exceptional nannies. And I I just feel that there's not enough credit for agencies. Out there. Now, also in terms of really understanding what the parents want and what one of our nannies potentially is going into, is something that's very, very important. So you can imagine getting to know these clients does take time. Getting to know their family, what they enjoy, what they do for fun, where they live, what kind of lifestyle they lead again are aspects that we want to know so that we can ensure that we deliver as much information first time as possible to nannies that are interested in these roles. Sometimes it does come through drip by drip, but again, that can depend on, on the client's schedule. We have to be patient. Nannies have to be patient. It's just the way it works. So I'd be really interested to speak with some of you that have had maybe amazing experiences with agencies or really bad experiences with agencies. Again, you, no names, please. You don't need to mention any names. Just genuine, real-life experiences so that I can kind of get more of an insight as to why nannies these days, like, the, the, like what's going on currently, is happening and why you feel the way that you do. And, you know, we can even, we can talk, or you can email me. We, you can speak on the podcast. I just feel that we need a voice on both sides to be a part of this world because we're all in it together. You know, agencies are a part of nanny life. It's just it's just there. It always will be. And it would be really, really good to kind of get your opinions and thoughts and experiences firsthand because I know what I went through and I had some good experiences and some bad experiences but that was quite a long time ago so I want to know what's going on now what you guys are thinking what you're feeling wherever you are in the world whatever country the agency's in whatever country you're in it would be really interesting to kind of get your view so please do email me lucy l-u-c-y at lunarchildcollective.com um, and you can put as the title um agency podcast so I'll know which one it is um so yeah so if you want to be featured talking about this that would be fantastic. We can do a call-in session. It would be really good, actually, to get some of you on the show. We do have um, a nanny friend of mine on in a few weeks. and But two nanny friends, actually. One is still a nanny. One is kind of getting away from the nannying now to start her own family. But they are coming on to discuss different topics. And one of them is the collaboration that I will tell you guys about in the next couple of weeks, which is a toddler's conference Summit, and it's actually being broadcast in the USA, but I believe it's available worldwide, um which I will be speaking on. So that's really, really exciting to be a part of that. And again, that's with somebody who I had on my database to be placed in a job, and she's exceptional, very, very exceptional nanny. And I'm really, really honoured to be working with her um, during this next phase of her career. It's fantastic what she's doing and what she's building. And like I said, there will be more information available on that very, very soon. So it's exciting, very exciting times. Um, Yes, I think going back to the whole agency rant, it's not meant to come across in like a complaining or moaning way merely just a way to acknowledge that we do understand nannies get frustrated with agencies but at the same time nobody sees behind the scenes where we get frustrated with clients or nannies that don't have all of the documents and then try and ask why we can't consider them without a first aid or an up-to-date DBS check and you know so it works both ways it really does um but this is just a small minority. It's not like everybody that's complaining about agencies, but just so you guys have a clearer kind of view as, as to what goes on. Um, I wanted to also talk about the sister company of Luna Child, which is Luna Tribe. It's plant-based snacks, which are made from dehydrated watermelon to create watermelon jerky. We are moving along pretty fast with this, a lot faster than anticipated at the beginning, which is amazing and very exciting and feedback from customers and people that have tried the product has been incredible so if you guys would like to check out Luna Child's sister company Luna Tribe I can get a bit tongue-tied sometimes at Luna Child Luna Lunar Tribe um please go to the website which I'll include in this post bio and that is www.luna-tribe.com and We did do a discount for nannies a few weeks ago, but I believe that's ended now. But we will be doing another one very, very soon. And we also have our Instagram page, which is Lunar Tribe UK. So you can follow us on there. And Twitter is Lunar Tribe 2. And a Facebook page, which is just Lunar Tribe. So please, please show your support. Follow us. I would love for more nannies to try the product If you're anything like me, when I was a nanny, I was constantly making healthy snacks, trying to do amazing meal plans and all those things. It's kind of where the inspiration to start this business came from. So very, very different going from childcare nanny agency to the food industry. But there we go. You never know what's around the corner. Um, So if you guys manage to check out some of the jerky, if you could tag us, that would be fantastic um we'll get some boxes sent out to you as soon as your orders come in and i really really hope you enjoy it so that's it for this week's episode thank you again as always for listening i really really appreciate all of your support and if you could rate and review the podcast that would be amazing um like i said email me if you'd like to be featured or you'd like to have a shout out from wherever you are in the world we want to get this more international even though it's already pretty big Um, So please write to me, guys. Send me a tweet. Contact me on Instagram. You know, send some messages on the DM, whatever it is. You can, you know, just contact me however you like. So I will speak to you next week. And we have a very special podcast that is all related to dating as a nanny so stay tuned for that one next week it's a special valentine's day podcast edition so i look forward to speaking to you guys next week and enjoy the rest of this week and have a wonderful weekend